When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Horticulture Week podcast. This is going to be a topical Brexit special with a grower from Holland and one from the UK. On the 1st of January 2021, we're leaving the European Union and there's still many questions to be answered as to where we're going to be for Brexit. We're speaking to two leading nurserymen involved in the plant import trade into the UK and First of all, I'd like to introduce Jacob Kolf from Kolf Plants in Holland. And then we have Matthew Graham from the Plant Yard in the UK. Now, Jacob is well known in the UK industry um, from his um, appearances at Four Oaks. And he's one of Horticulture Week's favourite Dutch growers and a premium exporter of nursery stock to the UK. And Matt is one of the nicest men in horticulture, formerly of home base. He's experienced in plant sourcing from the Eurozone. And with Matt Dixon, his business partner, runs the plant yard to playing EU and UK source plants to UK garden centres. So, uh, Jacob, can you tell me a little bit about your business just to begin with, please? Yes, no problem. Um, I'm Jacob Kolf. I um, started my business in uh, 1990. About 30 years, just over 30 years ago, I uh, represent uh, a group of nurseries. Each of them is specialized in something different. So that goes from rooted cuttings all the way to uh, semi mature trees, but also French jumbo plugs and Italian plants. Uh, I employ sales reps in the UK and we have hundreds of customers across the British Isles. Our main market is the UK. Um, we, since five years, when I saw this all coming up, we uh, we start looking further afield to other markets uh, because I found it all getting a bit too risky. We business is good, 
but uh, a lot of uncertainties. Indeed, indeed there are. Um, and uh, Matt, can you tell us a bit about um, your company? Yes, of course I can, if I can remember. So, hello everyone, I'm Matt Graham. I'm one half of the plant yard. We've been going uh, for the last five years. My business partner is a guy that many of you may know uh, called Matt Dixon. Our, our business is fundamentally plant trading. We have a nursery here in Lymington, which is in the beautiful New Forest. We buy plants from all over the Eurozone, including the UK. We bring plants into the nursery and then we um, hold them at the nursery here and we sell them into the gardening trade solely in the UK. Uh, we have uh, garden centre customers, probably make up about 80% of what we do. The rest is via the cash and carry here on site. We buy lots of different plants and they come in and out as we go through the seasons. We've been uh, here for five years. Business is very good and uh, it's been a challenging year, as Jacob has just said, but, uh, but I think we're all very relieved to get through, get through this season. Great. Thanks, Matt. Now, we're counting down to the 1st of January 2021. I've been listening to lots of webinars, lots of information, trying to gather what's happening. I'm sure everybody in the industry has. It's the big hot topic. It's the big business stress at the moment. Um, and you, you, you two's insights are going to be extremely valuable on this. But first of all, Jacob, what are your big concerns about the 1st of January? What's your biggest worries? Yeah, well, my biggest worries are that uh, lorries will end up um, at the border, can't go any further because one of the people that has also loaded on, on that same truck, for example, hasn't got his paperwork ready, uh, import duties or, or VAT not, has not been paid because they haven't got a deferment account with, with, um, with an import, uh, with a clearance agent, I mean. Um, I have a strong feeling that a lot of nurseries importers haven't are leaving until the very last minute, thinking that a uh, a trade deal between the uh, between the EU and, and the UK will resolve all problems, which is uh, not true, in my opinion. Uh, the whole uh, phytosanitaire part and the VAT that needs to be paid at the border uh, uh, will happen anyway, whatever, whatever deal. And um, I'm happy that it looks like that there are not going to be any any import duties on uh, on hardy nursery stock, uh, dopes, yes, but in the, in the kind of thing that I sell into the UK and Ireland uh, uh, not so that, that, that cheers me up and uh, so it's going to be a bumpy ride uh, next year another bumpy uh, bumpy ride and um, yeah I'm starting to get grey quickly <laughs> oh indeed so Matt what's your view from the coalface you know the, the biggest concerns for you coming up just next month as we count down yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just a few weeks away. The the, the big um, the big question mark or the big issue concern that, that's facing us, Matt, is is just one of the unknown. We 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 have a lot of information obviously coming out, but a lot of that information is still yet to be um, ratified or, or agreed. Uh, our, our big concerns are around process, because as a as a small business, a lot of these processes that are that we will need to adhere to are are very alien to us. Um, we we um, 
when we when we see process and when we see additional process we just look at that and think that that's okay we'll obviously do what we need to do but it, it's increased cost at the end of the day and that's um that's a big concern for small business like ours and when one thinks the majority of garden center customers at least our garden center customers within the uk are equally sized small businesses um and and i'm sure that they'll be faced with with um huge concerns too um the, the other one is around reaction times really we we um i mean the processes from holland and and from belgium and those countries are amazing and we can often get products here into our nursery faster from belgium and holland than we can from a uk grower um so the processes are so slick at the moment um and and that slickness is uh, won't be there that that's the fear um and when we hear some of the horror stories of um checking at, at ports and as jacob was just alluding to there um th those delays are, are just going to cause concern and uh, we all need to i think reinvent how we how we do things moving forward uh, to and, and we will we'll get there obviously because that's what we do within this industry isn't it um but it is the fear of the unknown certainly in those first few months there's going to be lots of um, lots of sticking points i think you mentioned costs um rabobank were talking about 19 percent extra costs so jacob do you think costs are going to rise a lot do you think price rises will happen to the you know consumer yeah well the uk consumer for definite and uh and interesting to see if they will continue to buy uh, i'm surprised plants have gone up a lot already in the last few years because plants are short business is booming and plants have gone through the roof prices and I'm, I'm very surprised that people are still willing to pay but I think yeah, they, they, they got no choice eh? and you're gonna have an empty garden so it's up to, up to you eh? and uh, a lot of people haven't got a clue what something costs anyway so I I maybe maybe I, I, I hope I'm, I'm, I'm right that people will just absorb the, the extra costs and um, and yeah, spend less money on something else. And, and I'm glad that the UK is a, a country where gardening is extremely important for them. And they, they're willing to spend lots of money for the garden. Uh, if this was the case in other countries where gardening hasn't got such a history, uh, it would probably be, uh, be more difficult. So I'm, I'm in the long term, I'm fairly optimistic. I agree completely with Matt that uh, we'll find a way uh, out of this that will work for all of us. And uh, whereas a will, there's a way and uh, we'll get there, but it's going to be a bumpy ride. Matt, how are you going to deal with costs? Yeah, well, we, 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 we need to fully appreciate, I think, what, what's involved. And as I was saying earlier, I don't think we do fully appreciate what's involved at this stage. Uh, we'll all get a very rude awakening the first uh, couple of times we try and bring product into into the, the country here from our point of view and onto the nursery. And it's only after that delivery lands down that we'll probably fully appreciate the, the full costs um, and we can then reassess. Uh, we're, we're looking at ways of, of um, sort of reducing, I suppose, the, the, the cost to our our customers um i think we're in a good position now our business is such a size that that we can order um larger amounts of product coming in to make a consignment larger and that then 
um, dilutes the consignment cost. Um, and as we understand it, there'll be a fixed cost per consignment. So it makes sense if a consignment is a full vehicle rather than one trolley, because the, if the costs are the same, um, so that cost is diluted over more units. So so until, until we actually run through the process, um, it's very difficult to know what those costs are going to be. We will do everything we can. And, and as Jacob was saying, we are all on the same side, aren't we? And we all need to work together to make sure that we get through this. But we will get through it and customers will still be buying, the end customer will still be buying plants for their lovely gardens. It's what we do in the UK. Indeed. So, Jacob, have you got any secrets like Matt had there for trying to mitigate these issues, this paperwork, these costs, any sort of ways work workarounds? We uh, are in the process of uh, announcing that to uh, our customers uh, in, in the next uh, 10 days in the form of a letter where we uh, are going to try to be as helpful as possible from our side to make it easy for our customers to keep buying from us. And uh, what Matt has said, uh, when, you, when you fill up a, a whole lorry lot and you have one fetal certificate costing X amount, that over the whole value of the lorry, that is very little. So the 19% that the Rainbow Bank is talking about is, remember, that includes uh, also products that... Um, uh, that will have an eight percent import duty. So, and and the products that uh, that Matt and I are handling are, uh, are there are no import duties. So maybe the nineteen percent is a bit on the on the high side, but uh, the, but very much depending on the volume, the the order of value. I mean, of the of the order. If you, uh, so bulking up orders, bigger deliveries, not maybe as frequently as we are used to. And, and people have to be patient. It's not going to go, can I have at the very last minute another couple of this and another couple of that and have it. So the service levels are not going to go up. They're actually going to go down. And yeah, we'll all have to get used. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, indeed. So, Matt, how do you think things will change for your customers, I mean, both um, in the mainland and maybe in Northern Ireland too? Yeah, we... We, I, I think our customers will, will soon get on board with the processes there that Jacob was outlining. People will have to be patient, and those people obviously are our customers, uh, and their customers will have to be patient too to a certain extent. We, we pride ourselves in um, reacting very quickly to... 
uh, our customer demands and if a customer orders on a Wednesday we will quite often still be able to get a same week delivery out there. I think um, that may change dependent upon what the product is. Uh, as I was saying right at the start we hold our product on the nursery so uh, we have a certain amount of flexibility with that because the product is already here. It's not as if we've got to wait for it to come over the water. That said we do do a large amount of landscaping at this time of year and that landscaping is pretty much um, bought to order um, and it's those those bought to orders times that, that are going to increase I think. Um, our, our customers may uh, and we're seeing this as an opportunity for our business actually Matt because uh, the, the, the customers that are still um, buying direct from Italy or Sicily or wherever, wherever it may be may, may think again because um, I mean we've been talking about the increased process that a lot of really small businesses or smaller garden centres and their focus is retailing they are retailers at the end of the day and not admin people I think their focus is, is going to be uh, directed more towards the retailing side of it and they may leave the sourcing side of it to companies like ours um, uh, whereby we can take the pain we, we then uh, bring the stock in here into a UK nursery and we are invoicing then in pound sterling as we do um, so the paperwork side of it um, from our garden centre customers point of view is very straightforward so there's great opportunities as with all these things um, there's a certain amount of uh, short term pain uh, we see it very much as a longer term gain a longer term opportunity Oh, thanks, Matt. So it's good to hear there's some possible upsides for you. What, what about you, Jacob? Are there any positives in this for you? Yes, I, I noticed that uh, in the 30 years that I've been doing this work, it started that um, all the plants that went to the UK went through uh, two hands full of one handful of uh, Boscop exporters. Yeah, and uh, that's gone away. So now you see at the moment that a lot of producers, nurseries, are exporting directly to the UK. Uh, a lot of smaller ones as well. And some of them, they are, are going to stop selling to the, to the United Kingdom, uh, literally because they, they can't be bothered. Too much paperwork, uh, plant, there's, there's shortages of plants. Why should I go through all of this? I can sell these plants easily to somebody else and I can't be bothered. So I think there are opportunities for us there as well that we are a professional company selling into the UK. We'll be making sure that we can give a high level of service the coming years. And while others are struggling doing that, and that gives us opportunities as well. And just what Matt said, he is doing uh, something similar. He, he, he's going to give the possibilities for, for garden centers to buy exactly the right number that they want plants there and then without all the hassle of having to import. And, and so we pretty much the same as both in the same situation. So the opportunities, downsides and opportunities uh, there for definite. Brilliant. So that is some good news. Now, just on to the bigger question, the bigger political question of a deal as we speak nothing's been done. But Matt, do you think a deal will make any difference to um, you know how your business will work? 
It's, <laughs> that's a very good question, Matt. Uh, who knows, I think, is, is the answer to that. Um, we, we, we had great hopes um, at the start, of, uh, the start of the process, I suppose, that, that a deal would be done, and it would almost be business as usual with, with no additional process. There will be additional process. That, that is um, certainly going to be the case. How much process is yet to be decided, I think. Um, it would be lovely to think that there, there could be a deal um, and and that um, you know everything will be tickety boo um, I'm not quite sure it's very late isn't it we've got well I don't know three weeks <laughs> three weeks to get that deal through and to get it communicated out there um, that, that's a big ask and Jacob you mentioned a deal and it might not make uh, as much difference as what people think maybe no because I uh, correct me if I'm wrong I understood that if there was no deal then there will be zero uh, import duties on 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 plants and, and trees uh, coming from uh, the EU into the United Kingdom. Uh, Fito, biosecurity, all of that is going to uh, going to happen anyway. So that that work will will have that clearance will happen anyway. Whatever happens, deal or no deal, so that it makes no difference. The only difference is. That I I am worried about the UK economy, and if the economy is in in a deep recession in the UK, then people have less money to spend, including having less money to spend on the garden. They might they might make an exception for the garden. I mean, uh, to be honest, Corona uh, COVID nineteen has been been okay for us. Yeah, uh, it's been and handy. To have it, but people were sitting at home. Um, and what do they do when they sit at home? They go spend time and money in the garden. They can't go on holiday, so they spend their money on their house and their garden. And uh, so I think we, we benefited from that. We might might be lucky. Uh, also, during the recession uh, that we had uh, a while ago, we. We were lucky as well, and I'm not saying that we were recession-proof, but if you were in the building industry, then you would have been a lot worse off or in the banking, or etc. So we, we'll be all right. We'll get there. Excellent. Now, uh, you did mention just earlier on, Jacob, about VAT, and that's a specific concern for you. So could you give us a bit more detail about what your worries are about that? Yeah. When, when, when the, the British VAT man wants, uh, at, the moment, at the moment when you buy something from another EU country and you are VAT registered, you do not have to, we do not have to invoice uh, VAT. So that's zero VAT, nice and easy. After the 1st of January, uh, we still invoice zero VAT. But the UK government will say, okay, when goods are coming from a third country, then VAT needs to be paid during clearance at the border and at the, v- at the UK rate on plants that will be 20%. So that needs to be paid. And uh, now, if you have a, a deferment account through a contract that you can get with a, a clearance agent, then you do not have to pay that right there at the border. And uh, you can uh, deduct that through your um, V2 
VAT returns, your monthly or quarterly VAT uh, returns, and that makes it all nice and easy and smooth. And I'm I'm worried that uh, UK importers in general, not probably not only nursery uh, nurserymen uh, and and garden centers, etc., but also other industries for sure that haven't all of that or are not prepared for that. And uh, even big companies that are importing lots are not all prepared. They all they, they have done their they've done all the fito they are aware of that they know what they need to do with defra they know they have to have a, a place of destination applied for that not all but quite a lot of them that i've spoken to have done that but that referment account that's been not sorted all out i hear from transport companies that are saying you better hurry up getting that organized because these agents they are full they got more customers than they can handle and they'll they'll tell you to to go elsewhere and um i heard stories that people are struggling finding uh, uh one now we will help them and we'll also in the future may be able to find other ways of uh, helping customers to make it easier to buy from us but that announcement will come ASAP. Okay, and Matt, have you got any specific, if we're drilling down, any specific concerns along those lines? Yeah, well, the the VAT. I mean, fortunately, we have the the window of the first six months, don't we, from the from the VAT point of view. But VAT, VAT deferment is um is going to be a massive uh, massive sticking point. It, it's not an easy. It's, <laughs> It's relatively easy if you have deep pockets, but it's um, it's it's a process that that will uh, we don't obviously pay for at the moment, and we will need to make some form of um, uh, make have a, have a policy in place uh, for that deferment. So that that's a big uh, that's a that's a big concern and a big question mark for our business and a lot of other small businesses. And as I keep saying, we are a relatively small business. We're very good at what we do and uh, we're growing rapidly. But uh, as with a lot of other small businesses out there, um, the, the, these things that, that cost money um, are obviously going to be a consideration. Um, that that said, clearly we will uh, we will work with. Um, with the likes of Jacob, because again, we, we do uh, very similar things and we'll be working with our supply partners too, uh, along with our customers to make sure that we try and get through this uh, as easily as we can. Thanks, Matt. So we're just coming towards the end now, but Jacob, would you just like to sum up your thoughts around the 1st of January and where you're at at the moment? Well, we got pretty much everything ready at our site to do uh, when it comes to the pallets that need to be stained, the the uh, our DEFRA, Nak Timebau, we have had meetings with them. That's all pretty much sorted out. The trans, the holier, the transport companies we, we have meetings with, it's all sorted out. And uh, I'm watching the news on a daily basis to see what is constantly changing in the UK because it's 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 constantly changing. The HDA is doing a lot of good work, uh, and I hope they are going to be able um, to convince. Uh, your DEFRA minister to, um, yeah, um, postpone a few things. And uh, that would be very nice. Not sure if that will happen. And a, and a deal, that would be nice, of course. 
I still think that I've been thinking that for years now that the deal will come. I mean, we need each other. Eh? Uh, we need the UK and the UK need us. And uh, if we like it or not. Excellent. Thanks, Jacob. And Matt, can you just sum up very briefly how you feel about things as we count down those last few days? Yeah, sure. I mean, January the 1st is a new year, isn't it? And we all like the new year. Um, and hangover aside, I, I I think that we probably need some more files within the office here. But but I think once we get through the uh, first few months, everything will smooth out. Uh, we'll find our feet, all of us within the industry. <clears throat> There'll be... Um, maybe new processes and new rules to those processes that we need to adhere to need to learn uh but learn we will and move forward um it, it's it's a little daunting but but we we get we get through it it's um it's it's we, we, it's not a disaster is it and um we've got a few months before the main season starts for most of the product area uh, so we've got january and february to be finding our feet and uh hopefully by the time we get into march we'll sort of know a little bit more about what we're doing and we can uh, have another another good season great stuff well thank you very much to my two brilliant guests today Jacob Colf from Colf Plants and Matt Graham from The Plant Yard and their valuable insights from the two leaders we have speaking to us today on importing and exporting plants around the Eurozone. And thank you very much to the listeners for listening to today's Horticulture Week podcast. Don't forget to look at our back catalogue of podcasts at horticultureweek.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss one. See you again soon. This Horticulture Week podcast was produced and edited by Christina Taylor. For more podcasts, Horticulture Week news, analysis, exclusive industry reports, insight and data, go to horticultureweek.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.